Hello, my name is Arabella, and unfortunately, our second crew member, Jalen, is unable to be here with us today. And I'm Catherine. And I'm David. And today, we will be reviewing the Shut the Door speech by Senator Ellison Durant-Smith from 1924. Starting off with the first page, David will give a summary, and we will go into further example of specific examples of dehumanization. All right, so uh, on the first the first page that we get, it's uh, this shut the door speech given by Senator Ellison Durant Smith in the year 1924. So about 100 years ago or so, pretty close to it, 96 years ago, I think. Um, and in this speech, he's mainly talking about uh, overall um, the, the topic of in the, the early 20th century on the, the topic of immigration and uh people from other countries coming to America and into the United States and how he wants to put, he kind of wants to prohibit these immigrants and these people uh, that are coming into the country and kind of, um, kind of limit the amounts almost that are allowed into the country. So, uh, on this first page, which is, uh, two paragraphs, he's, he starts out talking about kind of how we, uh, the the world the first world war had just ended uh, in 1918 and that was I think eight years after so he's talking about how it went into how it really had an effect on the the amount of immigrants coming over the border and he's talking about the melting pots in the United States and how we need to um, according to him shut the door to America on these people coming in. Um, because he says, he later says in the speech that, um, they're using up, uh, virgin resources and that they're quote unquote multiplying. He talks about overflow and land ownership. I don't know what happened to Catherine, but she'll come back. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of the first, uh, the summary of that first page. He's saying that it's kind of a problem and introduces his thoughts on it and, um, goes into that so i'll uh, pass it on oh okay so um the first example like in this page that i really that stood out to me was how he's been referencing to the world as a melting pot um as many people know like a melting pot can be used for multiple different things different types of chocolates different types of cheeses um this is basically him essentially saying uh america is just one big pot of different ethnicities races religions and I think that's what, like, personally, I think what makes the world so amazing is the amount of diversity that we have in it. And here in this part of the speech, he's just, like, uh, criticizing it and saying that it should not be that way. Like, we don't want a mixture of people. We want to be pure American. Um, another example of dehumanization specifically that I highlighted was... Um, Americanize what we have and save the resources of America for the natural increase of our population. Well, when he says natural increase of our population, he's saying about, you know, people rebirthing children that are pure Americans versus the population rising because immigrants are coming in. So that's just plain humanization right there or dehumanization right there because he's saying he doesn't want uh, immigrants to repopulate us. He wants it to be done by natural pure Americans. Um, also, I know it's a common thread throughout the whole speech that he that he's always talking about Americanizing things, and I think that just comes down to stereotypically being in, uh, ignorant. So I'll pass it on to Catherine to specify examples. 
Uh, yeah, um, I noticed a lot that in this speech, he uses, he doesn't really state that he believes. He just kind of says more like in the second paragraph, right in the beginning, he says, I think that we have sufficient stock in America now for us to shut the door. At the like last sentence of the paragraph, it seems to me, he it doesn't seem like he's very sure of anything he's saying. So it's like, does he agree or does he kind of not agree? Right. So, and then he, sorry, he also like, he doesn't really state any specific evidence. He does say like, um, he does say, where is it? The, that we have, the natural resources of the country shall be taken up by the natural increase of our population. He doesn't really state anything that, like, if we had more people come in, it's going to affect that. Like, in, we've read other speeches that they state specific evidence that will prove their point. Here, he just kind of puts the idea out, but doesn't really back it up with anything. Right. He has, like, no, like, statistical standpoints. Yeah, he just kind of puts the idea out there. Yeah, I think for the first page, I think it was basically just him putting out his thoughts and hoping that it would reply back to him. But, um... Yeah. So, the second page, I will be summarizing for you guys, and Catherine and David will be going into depth on it. So, to me personally, I felt like the second page was the climax of the story, because this is when he really started showing dehumanization through with examples. The first paragraph on this page um, basically talks about how particular ideas, social, morals, religious, and political standpoints have demonstrated why Congress has made the character of people that we are, and why quote-unquote Americans are so strong and good because it's an inherited tendency for us to be pure um in the second paragraph this is where dehumanization really shows he talks about how it's like a dangerous intake to have um people who are from a certain nationality and then relates them to a breed of dog to enter our country he's saying um basically so he's basically comparing to them to a breed of a dog comparing them to a mutt a mutt is a breed of dog that is mixed with multiple types of dogs. Um, he's saying basically we're pure, we're purebred dogs. We are pure Americans. We know how to work. You guys don't. You guys are lazy. You guys aren't as good as us, and that's why you guys are mutts. So right away he's using an example of persuasion to show people that his point is right by proving it as an example. Um, and then in the last paragraph he talks about how he wants to shut the door so we can develop our own American resources for us only because they're quote-unquote taking it up. Um, He says in here, I am more in favor of that than I am of our quota position. And then at the end of it, he goes, quote-unquote, if we may not have that, then I am in favor of putting the quota down to the lowest possible point with every selective element in it that it may be. I thought this was absolutely disgusting, the fact that he was basically threatening or blackmailing in a sense, saying, if you guys don't support me on shutting the door and closing the borders, then I will shut down the Quota Act. And the Quota Act was good for immigrants because it basically saved them. So that is what I got from the second page. Uh, Yeah, for the second page, I pulled out some quotes, too. He more in the um, what is it the second paragraph of the second page uh he states um the perfect that's splendid and perfect that's splendid type of manhood that has made america the 
the foremost nation in her progress and in her power, and yet the youngest of all the nations. You know, he really thinks of American of, or America as perfect, and anything that's not, he just kind of doesn't want it. Right. So he really just thinks that he is so superior just because he is American, when really, you know, we have many other talented people who are not American. So, and then, like you said, yeah, he also, like, dehumanization, he says, certain nationality and bred of the dog, who is an American, he starts questioning, and he says, who is an American, is he an, an immigrant from Italy, is he an immigrant from Germany, so, he starts making it seem like being, like, here specifically, or Italian or German, like, if it's a bad thing, when it's, not you know it's not something you can even control yeah um i want to add on to kind of what you were saying on this very first sentence kind of maybe two sentences i think maybe just the yeah i think it's the first two sentences on this second page that we're going over he's saying well i don't i do not believe that political reasons should enter into the discussion of very of this very vital question so basically from the start he's saying he doesn't want politics involved he thinks he's basically saying he's kind of right about this from the start that he knows what he's talking about is true to him and should be true to everybody else who's giving the speech to because he doesn't want to get politics involved or the political reasons or any of that stuff he just wants to throw his ideas out there and say basically what I'm saying is true when really there are other factors in that I think so I, I thought that was pretty kind of crazy that he would throw that out there so suddenly since you know he's a senator at this time so I, I wanted to pull that out I don't know if anybody saw that but yeah I, yeah I, I saw that and I also saw that he said if we go abroad and some and someone were to meet you and say I'm a typical American what does that even mean? A typical American? What do you guys right. think? That means? That's what, if everybody in the world was the same, this is how I viewed it and like how I grew up like learning it. But I mean, like, if you guys don't agree, like, obviously that's fine. But like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's people in the world with different races, different ethnicities, different genders, different sexualities, different families, wherever they come from, that's what makes the world the world. If we were all the same person, all the same color eyes, all the same religion, all the same nationality, all the same sexuality, all the same gender, like, it would not be fun, you know? It would just be boring. Yeah. Because we would all have so much in common, and that's what makes America America, is how many different and unique stuff we have. Yeah, and... Uh, maybe this is just a little bit off topic, but, you know, in our world's history classes, we've talked about, you know, um, civilizations that have been just conserved to themselves, that haven't had any other connection to anyone else but themselves. So then right. diseases have spread and they don't, they're not immune to them. So if we were to really close down all our borders and immigrations, like, do would we also have that same effect? Like, would we all get some sort of disease? Or something that might end us, you know? Yeah. Well, Catherine's going to summarize the third page for us today, guys. Okay, yeah. So the first paragraph, he talks about basically the education and how um, not just one book is going to make you know everything. And the second, in the second paragraph, he talks about how our doors should basically 
if we keep opening our doors, we're just going to, he says, jeopardizing everything that we have put into it. And he just kind of continues talking about how we should close our borders and we're making a mistake keeping them open. And in the last paragraph, he he said, I would rather see American citizen refined to the last degree in all that makes America. But we hope it would be then to develop the resources of America at the expense of the citizenship of our country. Meaning he just, he doesn't want to see anyone else, just us and our growth. Right. What the third paragraph is about. David, you can start if she's done. Um, I think, well, he says, without offense, but with regard, this is on the, the fifth start of the fifth paragraph, without offense, but with regard to the salvation of our own, let us shut the doors, assimilate what we have, and let us breed pure American citizens and develop our own American resources. So that's kind of what we were going off of, I know, with the are we saying we're purebred Americans comparing them to us to, to, to mutts and dogs and stuff David um, I think something's going on with your mic like you sound like far away okay, I do? you're good there we go um, should no, I you're good. I'll start yeah, but he's basically saying going off of the idea let us shut the door so he's saying we we live in America and America it's doing it again way, David <laughs> I don't know. We're okay, wherever you are right now. Hold on. Okay. Talk. Hello? Okay. I mean, yeah, okay, keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> um I don't even know where I was at. Uh just saying we should be uh stay American saying that we should be citizens of America and not have citizens of other places, which is definitely dehumanization right there. It's a big thing uh, for especially a, a senator to say. So, I, uh, yeah, I think that's basically something up that we can move on to the next page. Well, that, that, this was the last page, but I will go over some. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, Miss Young, we don't know what's going on with David's mic right now. Um, he, he, the whole podcast, he's been fine, but I apologize for that. Okay, uh, on page three. Okay, so let's see. Um, something that really stood out to me was I highlighted this part where he goes, where off. Yeah, we can't hear you. Oh no. <laughs> uh, all right. Maybe she just lost connection. <laughs> okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay, I apologize. Somebody had called me a solicitor. I swear to God, our podcast is haunted today. Um. Okay, so what I was going to say was the quote where it says, where the boy in the gutter can look with confidence to the seat before the presidency of the United States. And he uses this constant example of like the boy in the gutter. And I think by him using that, that was his way of persuading the cl- or the crowd as in to be like, you don't want to be the boy in the gutter. Like, so I pointed that out. And then I highlighted for dehumanization at the very end. He goes, the time has come when we should shut the door and keep what we have for what we hope our own people. 
And that right there basically just sums up his whole thoughts. I feel like like all he cares about is pure American pure Americans and Americanizing all things. So everything around us is American. Um, there's no diversity. There's no European strands. There's no any type of ethnicity strands besides American. And um, yeah, that's about it. I think that was basically him just summing up the fact that he is unlogical, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, he also says in the first paragraph that he want. I don't know if David has said this, but he said, uh, we want men not like dumb, driven cattle. And I was like, okay, well, that's just straight up mean, because what if the men there aren't strong enough because they don't have the resources for that, you know? Yeah, and then he also can, like, continuing like before you left off from grooving kettle and he says from those nations where the progressive thought has scarcely made a beginning and where they see the men were machines uh yeah and we want men who have an appreciation of the responsibility brought about by the manifestation of the power of that individual so like he also kind of attacks other nations in this yeah, I yeah, he's like he makes America seem superior to everything and if you're not America, you're not worthy enough of this type of world. Yeah, he he makes it seem like if other nations were just using and manipulating their men and here he's trying to manipulate the men and the people of America. Right. Well, overall I thought that the speech was easier to understand than Andrew Jackson, but I know Catherine told me otherwise. I don't know about David, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought the other You thought the other one was yeah. easier, too? I don't know why, yeah. but this one was way easier for me to understand. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyways, uh, we are Asian ICD communicators, and thank you for listening to our review on the Shut the Door speech.